another episode of Cut Different, hashtag Cut Different on all streaming platforms and all social media networks. Today I have Amico Chavante. Did I say it right? Yep, Amico Chavante. All right. That's a suave name. That's a very, very suave name. So, uh, are you a pimp? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how'd you come about that name? That's a, that's a unique name. Yeah, what so, does it mean? Yeah, so actually, um, it has the same meaning as my first name, which means friend. And um, the, Amico is Italian. The reason I decided to go with Italian is I, I visit Italy. I stayed there for about five weeks and um i think that experience right there led me to do something like that yeah cool cool beans so you're a gospel christian rapper yeah i'm yeah. a christian rapper i've been doing it for maybe i think it's been two years now two years yeah yeah now how's that going um Slowly, I've been building up, building up the streams. Um, when I started off initially, just a couple people I hung around was listening to it. But now, now I got people listening all over the world. Not a lot, but all over the world. Cool things. So, what what do you want people to know about your music and your ministry? Because it's a music ministry, right? Yeah. I mean, um, the main thing I want people to know is that I'm gonna tell the truth in the music. Uh, I'm not worried about how people are going to respond to it, what they're going to say. If I should have said this this way, I should have said it that way. It's all about speaking the truth. And at the same time, the music going to sound good. So you're not trying to please everybody. That's not what you're doing. You're really trying to bring forth the message. Exactly. That's that's what you got, got to offer the world. Cool. Cool, cool. So what's the name of your album? I got two albums out right now. One of them, Trust God, and the other one is Praise God. That's dope. That's dope. You stand with the same thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Like you, you got a message and you, you pushing it. You pushing it. That's dope. That's dope. So what? What about? So tell us what's your latest album. My latest album is Praise God, and that one, um, a completely different vibe from the rest of them. That one I did. A, I put a lot of features on that one. I wanted to get the perspective of a group of people around me and um also I want to incorporate some people who who thought about doing music but really didn't know where to start so I wanted to get them involved in that and I think we put something together that was real good cool man so they're all they're available on all streaming platforms yeah all major streaming platforms we got Apple Music Spotify YouTube you know TikTok Facebook Instagram Tidal Pandora you all over there. Yeah. That's dope, man. That's dope. So let's get into your generation. <laughs> your generation of, of, of black, young black Christians. What do you, well, how do you view the church right now? How do you view the church as a whole, in the, as United a whole. in the United States or the world? Just here. We'll start with here. Man, here I view the church. The church is all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can you can have two churches right next door, and you know you can go in there and listen to them preach, and you you think it's two different religions. So we got a lot of that going on right now. Yeah, yeah, that's the issue, right? Yeah, that's that's a big issue. If if we're, if we're all up under the same same fold, like we sound, we should be going for. The same thing is like they all just preaching to the people that they're trying to continue uh, a relationship with, uh, so to speak, in the congregation. It's not like they're going straight out of the Bible anymore, right? Yeah, a lot of people, have, a lot of pastors have become, unfortunately, entertainers. So it's like they get up on stage and they're trying to say what the people want to hear. Because if you give people what they want to hear, then the people, people will give you money. Uh, we have a lot of that going on, so it's a lot of performance. Now, I'm I will say I'm not against uh, charismatic preachers. You can be charismatic with the truth, um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that out the way right there. Yeah. Now, what do you mean charismatic? 
uh, people who get up, shout, and, and dance, and run around. Like you could you could do all of those things and say the truth, but you could also do it in a way where it's a distraction. So I mean, just I mean, main main thing is just uh, speaking the truth. I mean, yeah. that that come number one. Yeah, and you're so young. How old are you now? Twenty five. Twenty five, and you're <laughs> stepping into it. That's that's interesting. You got you. How long you been saved? Um, I've been saved. I mean, technically, I mean, yeah. I mean, how long? How long has it been since you gave your life back to God? Oh, probably probably about twelve years. Twelve years? Yeah. Wow. It's hard. It's hard to put a exact number on it. We've been through so much, so much, so many changes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nobody has a perfect walk. Nobody. Now, there was only one person on earth that had that. Yeah. So we have our ups and downs throughout our journey. So we'll we'll say that you've been saved, <laughs> that you've been been through this thing over a decade, and you're young still. Yeah. I'll say I'll say it's been five years since I um, made a decision to to put God first in every aspect of my life because before that I was like I respected God and I believed in Jesus but it was it was it was like I had that but then also I had the culture and I had the politics my family taught and it's like those beliefs were on the same level as God if not above him and um so that's so I'll say five years ago is when that that changed. It's like everything, all my beliefs and all my opinions are going to come from um, what God says. That's interesting. I mean, hearing that from from someone in, in your age bracket because like most guys your age are chasing women, chasing money, chasing clout, gang banging, you know, doing all kinds of things. Got multiple kids and with different women like so so with with um, I'm guessing that your group of friends are kind of the same way what keeps y'all close close to 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 God really uh that's interesting so probably 5 years ago I had a ton of friends who were into all those things you you mentioned but what I what I found out is the more I started chasing God the more my friends started changing um now I still see a couple of them every once in a while. Unfortunately, some of them ended up dead. Um, that's a tragedy, but from that, like violence and um, life, drugs. Some of it was some of it was some of it was violence. Some of it was reckless handling of um just uh some of it was like the people they were hanging around and. And partying late night and getting under the influence, being under the wheel. Um, so, things like that. And, um, some, some was just, yeah, hanging out with the wrong group at the wrong time. And, you know. Yeah, I'm just trying to paint a whole picture of, like, like your experience. Yeah. Like, like your, your, your life. So, so that was enough to, like, make you, like, start thinking a little bit uh, broader, right? That was, that was a lot to make you make you reconsider some things. I mean, um, really, um, I mean, I, I did have some, really, I did surround myself with uh, some people who actually was in a similar um, stage of life as I was. With, they had those friends, and they were also beginning to seek God more. And their friends would start to change, so we kind of did it at the same time. And then, um, you know, just getting more involved in the church and serving, stuff like that has, has gotten me around more Christian friends. And what we do is we all, we encourage each other all the time. We always point each other in the right direction, uh, which is to Jesus. Uh, we're not a, we're not scared to correct each other. So we see somebody out of line, we'll go correct, we'll go, you know, let them know. And uh, we'll bring witnesses if we have to, because 
you know, a lot of times these days people are so scared to offend somebody. You're so scared to offend somebody that you just watch them jump off a cliff. You know, um, and that's, I mean, that's metaphorical, but at the same time, similar things like that happen. Or it's like, you were so scared, you know, to offend somebody and you let them hang out with somebody they shouldn't have been hanging out with and bad things happen and they're not here anymore. So that's a lot of that going on. But my group of friends, they know that um, they have my permission. They think I'm wrong about something. And if we have a disagreement, we'll pull up the scripture and we'll get we'll get somebody else um, involved who has studied the scripture, maybe more than us, and get another, another Christian viewpoint on it. And um, we're going to you know, turn back and do things right. So... It's a lot of it's grace for people who who've done things the wrong the wrong way all their lives, or you slip up here and there. Uh, we always have grace for each other, but at the same time, we're gonna we're gonna get things corrected. Yeah, that's cool. So, if you had anything to say to like your generation of of, of, of uh, you know young black people uh, or just young men in general, what would you you say say to them about God and, 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 and purpose and life uh, purpose in life um, so the purpose in life is to worship God and the thing is um, the thing with that is um, do you need to have the young um these young men out here they need to have a godly man in their life to to help god guide them um yeah i mean a lot of people don't want to hear that but i mean that's the truth because it's so far and few between like i i i you know even for myself like you know me me being the age that i'm at and looking at younger younger men it's not a lot of me's out there it's not a lot of guys because I don't have a bunch of friends that are like me that that care that care enough to 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 share their experiences and 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 uh guide and 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 give it and and advise you know more than anything it's not a lot of guys out there like that so if it's a shortage of men and men that believe in God, and men that 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 that, that believe in service, it kind of puts y'all, your generation, in a bad spot, you know, to me because y'all don't know who who to listen to when you go to that. Because I know I, I see that it's a struggle for for your age group to to even listen or or have a relationship with with older men. Because of all the bad situations that that come out of that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's, it's rough out here. Like it's not a lot of good men that are out here. Like, hey man, I see what you're trying to do. I'm gonna support it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you give you put you up on some game. Like, okay, this is that that and that. It's not a lot of dudes doing that. So y'all really, I, I admire the fact that you you said. You know, a few times in, in, in explaining, well, in, in talking about where you and your group of friends are, that y'all encourage each other. And that's important. So when you go and get advice or you bring other other Christians in, are those usually older guys? Um, sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes they're guys our age um, because I know a lot more people um, around my age that are really devout in the faith than I do older people, but we have done that. Um, you know more guys in your age bracket that <laughs> are more devout than older guys? Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That, that's, that's more of the same. Every time I try to do something for, like, your age group or younger, and I try to solicit, like, help from other guys like in my age group to like let's go out here and do this thing it's always like yeah we can talk about it and we can we can set it up but then when I show up I'm by myself 
<laughs> so so I get it. So I get it. So how do you feel about I got a few things I wanna like throw at you. I'm, I want to throw a few things at you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I've already laid. Uh, we we found our way through. You know who who Amico Shivante is and what he's about. So let's get get to some of your viewpoints yeah. on different things. Okay. I feel like there's not a lot of education. Um, you go to a mixed church. Yes. But in in black churches, I know you've had experiences there. There's not a lot of education in in dating and relationships in the church as a whole. To me, it's few and far between. Like it's not a lot of like stuff out there. Like like it, there's there's no real format. It's like get married if you're a Christian, and that's it. Yeah, that's that's uh, a. <laughs> it's not a lot of education on that. That's interesting because. Um, <laughs> Hmm. This a this a yeah. That's a tough one. So the reason why is because in the Bible, like this dating thing is just not in there. Uh, no, it's not. Because what the Bible says is some uh, First Corinthians chapter seven that talks about that if you're a man and you have this desire to sleep with a woman. Then get married, and that's what it that's what it says. So, uh, and it says if you don't, then it's better for you to stay single. Um, but when it comes to dating, that's not in there because we we've gotten a situation where um, the marriage age has been getting higher and higher. Um, people have been dating longer and longer periods of time, and but something important is is like. People are, by doing this, society has put itself in a situation where fornication is going to, is increasing. Um, single mothers are increasing. Um, children out of wedlock, even if they have the father, all that stuff is increasing, uh, which is causing a lot of destruction in families. And You started off wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you started <laughs> off wrong. Uh, I mean... You, uh, I look at things like I'm I'm a history freak. Like I, I like paying attention to like historical things and values, and it seems like even even in church, it's a whole lot of single mothers in there. It's a whole lot of single mothers, it's a whole lot of boyfriend and girlfriends, a whole lot of people like living together. Yeah, and and nobody's really like I think dating. As as uh, uh, in the modern times, has changed has 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 become something that it was never intended to be. You know, historically, we marry today, and 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 modernized uh, society would tell you you date to marry. Like you have to spend time and get to know this person and and figure out if you. You want to marry them and all of this stuff. It's like, how you commit to somebody you don't love? How you commit to somebody if you never wanted to be committed in the first place? I was just saying, to me, I mean, love, the thing about love is it's an action. So if you're, if you're making sacrifices for somebody, if you're being patient with somebody, if you're telling the truth to somebody, if you're correcting somebody, then, um, you're, you're loving them. Um, I think people people make things too complicated, so they romanticized it. Yeah, it's, it's all romance. Yeah, so a problem is is people um, people aren't being taught at home by their parents um, what parent. the whole yeah <laughs> yeah unfortunately parent <laughs> um, what the meaning of marriage is. So when they and then they turn. They turn 25, and it's like they had no idea, and then you wonder why they end up in this cycle of dating forever and having, you know, a lot of ungodly things and broken families. All that started because they're not being taught this in the home for the jump. Like, um, but who taught them? <laughs> you know? 
I mean, somebody, somebody's gonna have, yeah, somebody's gonna have to, somebody's gonna have to do the hard work to change the cycle. It's gonna take um, some, some group of parents to do that. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to finding somebody, um, well, God said to find somebody who serves the same God. So, someone who serves the one true God, somebody you, somebody you find attractive. And they serve the same God. I mean, uh, what I've seen a lot of people jump into a situation where um, they're trying to find somebody who is perfect. So they're going through all of these uh, ups and downs, going through these different maids, uh, falling to sexual immorality, all in hopes to find somebody who is perfect. Now, they're not going to say that out loud, but that's essentially what they're doing. Don't forget the fear factor. That's one of the oh, yeah. people. A lot of yeah, people. Uh, you talking about people being scared they go marry the wrong person? Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of that going on. If you if you if you marry somebody who serves the same God, then you didn't marry the wrong person. If you marry somebody who serves another God, you married the wrong person. Uh, I think you know we make things complicated. Uh, yeah, you got to you got to care about the foundation more than the romance. Exactly. The, the, the foundation is, you know, spiritually, do we align and do we have the le- same level of commitment? And if we have the same level spiritually, then our level of commitment should be the same. Yeah. If I say I do to you, then you shouldn't be worried about prenups and and if we break up, what's going to happen to the house, what's going to happen to the kids, what's going to happen to the money, the cars, you you know what I mean? Like everybody's so. I think modernized, modern civil uh, civilization, civilization has made us more fearful about commitment than it helped. Because I think dating before marriage, when that came into the fold, that was supposed to like allow people to get to know each other first and and make sure they're they're committing to the right person. You know, when it rolls from. From maybe like a five less, as an example, like a five percent divorce rate to a ten percent divorce rate. They're like, oh, let's switch it up instead of people like coming from that. You know, my family want to combine with yours. Our company want to combine with yours. Our assets want to combine with yours. You know, a lot of that happened in early marriage. It was about wealth. It was about building legacies and and things like that, and marrying into like. <laughs> You know all the crazy stuff that went on through history, but it was about building something. It was about a commitment to God and and family. That's what marriage was about for, uh, first. Now it's about romance and making sure that you're gonna make me happy every day. Now it's your job to make me smile. <laughs> now it's your job to make me feel special. You know what I mean? Like I like I can't make myself feel special. Like I shouldn't think of myself that way. Now the world is telling you, the movies are telling you, the music is telling you. They need to make you feel like this. If they don't do that, they're not doing their job. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I have um <laughs> that's interesting. I I talk to a lot of people um <clears throat> cuz right now I'm dating somebody. Uh what? <laughs> yeah. I talk to a lot of people and it's and it is astounding uh, how many people have that viewpoint. I have a lot of people telling me uh, to be fearful. Um, are you sure you were the right person? Um, what if this happened? Y'all split up. She take everything. All of this stuff. And people, <laughs> people are amazed that like that doesn't phase me at all. Uh, my goal is to go into marriage. Um, the way God said it, and I'm a, I'm gonna seek God, and I'm gonna trust that God is gonna work it out. I'm not scared of all of these these worldly things, and and, and it really it really surprises people, and then um, especially a lot of people, which I didn't I didn't some people I didn't even know they felt like this. Um, oh yeah, saying yeah, and it's it's even more. I feel like it's even more uh, emphasized because. My girlfriend does not look like me. Uh, me, I'm a black man, and she's a white woman. So I get a lot of, you know, people 
and Myron saying, you know, sure you can trust white people, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> they regular, they're making it a revolutionary act, like like you committing a egregious sin against your people. <laughs> yeah, and, <I'm, laughs> and the, the fun thing is the way I've always looked at it. Um, there's a lot of people in our in our country, you know, say their people are people who look like them or people who grew up with them. My people have always been, I'm not going to say always been, I'll say my people the past five years has been people who serve the same God as I do. Those are people I've considered my people and people I've considered my family. And I believe that is what's biblical. You know, these are my brothers and sisters in Christ. So these are my families. All different walks of life, all different shades. Yeah, so they all they all look different, and that that you know blows people's mind. It's like you're on the same, you know. People will say something like you're on the same page as these white people, but not these people look like you. And I'm just like, I'm on the same page as these white people because we serve the same God, and these people that you want me to support don't serve the same God as I do. So I can I there would never be. A union with them. Um, now, now I will say it is important for me and uh, my other brothers and sisters Christ to go share the gospel uh, with them and let them know that if they that every everybody is a sinner, that um, Jesus came and died on the cross uh, for our sins because he was the only one that was perfect and could do that, and then he resurrected to prove that he was God. And anybody who believes in that work and turns from their uh, sinful ways will be forgiven and saved. And anybody that doesn't who, mean be perfect, though. Yeah, it does not. Yeah, it does not <clears throat> mean to be perfect. Um, the, repentance is something you do on a daily. Yeah. Um, because even though we die to ourselves daily. Exactly. Because even though you might not be struggling with one thing like you used to, it's like now let's grow in another area. Mm-hmm. Every day, there's always something. As long as you're here on earth. No matter how good you think you've gotten, um, there's always something that you can work on uh, and get better. So let's take that right there, and we're going to get back to the relationship stuff. So you said that about the struggle and and all of that, like the things you'll go through. So you said when you said there's people you'll never be in union with. Um, Jesus hung out. Well, I don't want to say hang out, but he 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 got in. He had relationships with prostitutes, pimps, murderers, thieves. Yeah, I mean, so at my um, at my job, I talk to a lot of people that aren't Christians. Um, I have a relationship with them. It's not the same kind of relationship. Like, I'm not I'm not going to hang out with them. Uh, on the weekend, that's something I'm doing. But we have a ton of conversations. They want to talk about uh, things that go on in their life. I love having conversations with them. I care about these people. Um, um, not all the time, but when I sometimes I have opportunities and I share the gospel with them. But but our, our relationship is not going to it's not going to be on that same deep level. It's like if I'm if I'm struggling with a sin and I need prayer, I need advice or something. I can never go to them. They don't, they're not submitted to the same God. They don't, they don't have godly wisdom. If you don't have godly wisdom, you don't have wisdom because wisdom, because wisdom comes from God. So, um, so they're always, there's always this, this, this distance between us unless, you know, unless they are brought into the family. personal life. Yeah, that's like in your personal life. So, I mean, you, you also have to think about the things like God used people and things. You know, like, like a bush. You know what I mean? Like if he can use anybody, it's not like you can't get 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 some some advice from people that aren't Christians, but you don't consider those. You don't have a personal relationship with them, though. Is what you're saying? It's, it's I do, not but like it's not. It's no not use a, for them. It's not. No, not my, relationship, my relationship is not on the same level, right? Um, and it's like I'm just making it clear for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. And like if I said, if I need parenting advice, yes, I know a lot of parents. I can talk to all of them, but I'll I'll be better off if I get 
parental advice from Christian parents than I get some from non Christian parents. Why? Yeah. I'm not saying that non Christian is parent. And you asking about parental stuff, right? Yeah. Why can't a parent? Why Why does their faith have to? What What does their faith have to do with them being a parent? Because they have the whole. They have yeah. They have the Holy Spirit, and they're going to be more inclined to uh, point me in a direction that is godly, uh, godly way of raising your children, like um, you know, like disciplining them. When they do something wrong, um, spending time with them, um, things of that nature. Um, you must rather hear from someone that that has the same beliefs as you. Yeah, and also, um, I know this is like a little a little tangent, but also, um, the world has a different definition of love as God. You know, the world defines love as agreement. And God, um, one of the ways God uses love is correction. And there's a big difference between agreement and correction. You know, if someone say, hey, I want to go jump off a cliff. Uh, the world would say the, the loving thing would do is to cheer them on. Um, but God would say, um, like, hey, that's dangerous. You don't want to do that. Come back. That, and that's the actual love thing to do. Yeah. Love, yeah, that's interesting. That's that's the love. The world looks at it as agreement, and and one of the ways you, it can be used on the Christian side of things is it's also correction. It's like I can also I can cheer you on for what you're doing that 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 uh, that enlightens you, heightens you, uh, that's beneficial to your life and your walk and your faith. Um, but also, if it's harming you, I'm gonna tell you, hey, that ain't the way to go. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Agreement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they cheer you on for the wrong stuff. Hey, man, got a baby on the way. You ain't married. You ain't committed to the person you got a baby with. But we gonna throw you a baby shower as if you did something good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean that. I mean, I don't. I don't have a problem with throwing a baby shower, but well, the only way I would have a problem is like the person who encouraged them to get in that relationship that led to the baby out of wedlock. Um, but if you celebrate it, I mean, yeah, I mean, just as bad as he is. I see. I see where you're coming from. That's a. That's an interesting. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't. I don't. I don't want somebody to. I don't want somebody to be in a situation where they feel like, you know, I did this wrong, so there's no redemption. And then when people think like that now in our society, they do some destructive things when they come to babies, like killing them. So I want to do my best to encourage people not to have children out of wedlock. But if it does happen, we're not celebrating your actions because your actions were wrong, but we're celebrating the life of the baby. And that's the way I'm, I'm looking at it. There's other things you can do, though. There's a, there's encouragement to do right by this relationship since y'all started off wrong. You want to be in your kid's life, man. Yeah. See if you can work this out. That way I'm not throwing you a baby child. I'm doing something that, that's going to solidify a, 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 the, the union between y'all. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to get both of y'all in the room and we're going to celebrate the start of y'all family. And maybe then y'all can start making the proper steps to form y'all family correctly. You yeah. know what I mean? But a lot of times you'll see like a bunch of women get together. Ain't no baby daddy present. Ain't, ain't no thought of them getting together, getting married or nothing. We just going to uh, uh, celebrate that this is your third baby and we're going to have a party. Because you're pregnant again, and that's it. Yeah. Like, what about the ministry of love? What about the ministry of, of, of family? Are we going to try to make that come together? Because a lot of times, this dude ain't even aware that y'all having a baby child. Yeah. You know what I mean? He had no 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 part in the planning of it. He's not even going to be present. 
And if he's present, his family's not welcome. He's the only one that's that's getting the invite. You know what I mean? I, I've seen things like that. Yeah. And um, it's, it's interesting you saying um, about correcting and doing it right from here on out. Yeah. Um, our society has put a bad stigma on on um, getting married after you get pregnant. And they say, oh, this is a shotgun wedding, you know, doesn't mean anything. And it's like looking at it from what's going to benefit the baby, it's like, why would you... Why would you not? I mean, this per you you believe this was the right person to be dating for five, six, seven, eight, nine years. Uh, even if we just said three years, this was the right person to be dating for three years and say I love you. The right person to be living in a house with you, having uh, sex with them. Yeah, having sex with. But but all of a sudden, it, it's weird if you get married now. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's that's something that I believe. Um, you know, we have to change the culture on that. It's like, or staying married because you have kids and family and and all these things that you've accumulated because of. And you know, now our families are combined. Your mama and my mama hang out all the time. We have cookouts and stuff like that. Like we have a complete family. And they saying if you're not happy, because it's the clearly it's the other person's job to keep <laughs> right. you happy. If you're not happy, don't stay together with somebody. Even though you have all of these things set, it's about how you feel. It's not about the ministry of. It's not about the love. It's not about the commitment. It's about whether or not they keep a smile on your face. And if they can't keep a smile on your face, you should go. Forget the kids. Yeah. People say don't don't ever stay together. Don't ever stay with no man or no. Don't ever stay with no woman because you got kids with them. I say when you trying to when you struggling in a relationship, you better use everything you got to exactly. stay with them. Exactly. You 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 married. You are supposed to fight for your marriage, uh, protect your marriage. Um, if and it's like if your if your spouse is not sleeping with somebody else, you you have there is nothing. There is no reason um, that you have no justification. I'll say there's no justification to get a divorce. Um, even if they are, I mean, even if they are, I'm. It doesn't tell you to just do it. No, I don't believe you should. Uh, I believe it's. I believe um, person should be confronted and uh, turn from their their sin. Um, that will that will bring a lot up. Speaking real biblical. <laughs> <laughs> confronted. That's how you talk in real life. <laughs> yeah, that's how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> So confronted and like, uh, hey, yeah. you messing me, you 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 wrong me. Like this, is, if you gonna continue to have a relationship like that, we can't be married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If they don't, if they don't turn, if they don't turn from that, then um, divorce is really the only option. But I believe if if this person really has the Holy Spirit, they will turn from it. Now, there's gonna be a lot of pain, a lot of healing that will have to take place, but it can happen. Yeah, it it can happen, and if they both are following God, it will happen. Um, yeah. But and just because you follow God doesn't mean that you can't make a mistake like that either. Yeah, it's a, a lot of people think that because they made a mistake like that, not only is their marriage over, that means their relationship with God is over too. Because you've seen, I've seen people that were were Christians get divorces. Not only did they turn away from that that family. They also turned away from that 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 uh, following God. Also, like I'm not going to church. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, he cheated on me and he was saved. Now I don't want nothing to do with church. I don't want nothing to do with God because I was with someone that 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 claimed that, and they messed up. Now I don't trust none of it. Yeah, that's a that's a dangerous thing because really we're supposed to judge Christianity by the Word of God and not by people Man. who say they're Christians. So, um, because not everyone who says they're Christian is a Christian, but even if you are a Christian, you're still you still sin. Like Christians are are righteous 
in the sense that God sees them as righteous only because they believe in Jesus, not because of anything that they've done. <laughs> not because you're perfect. <laughs> because if we're just looking at their works, then, uh, I mean, everybody, every, everybody works to look evil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're going to mess up still. And for, for your faith to be wavered because somebody that you have put trust in, you know, messed over you doesn't mean that, that that to me sounds more like you had the relationship that you had with God only because it was beneficial. Yeah, a, a lot. Yeah, a lot of people uh, look at a relationship with God like that. And, and the thing is, um, you know, for the glory of God, you might you might become the richest man for the glory of God, but you might also get beheaded for the glory of God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was, that was a good point. Like you still, or, or you can lose all your wealth. Does that mean that God left you because you lost your money? Exactly. I mean, your faith should have never been in the money from the jump. So, going back into the relationship thing, I got I got one more thing to throw throw at you after that. So after the uh, back to the relationships. When what you said the commitment, right, between man and woman, that uh, how long you feel like? Do you believe in courtship, or do you just feel like dating someone is the way to go and seeing if that's somebody you want to be with? Or courtship, which which is, do you know the difference? I've heard it used a few different ways, so go ahead and explain to me what you mean by it. <laughs> so, so I can, we could be on the right page. Courtship is I've already decided I want to be a husband, or or for women they want to be a wife. But but strictly speaking to the men, like I've already decided that I want to be a husband, and I want that level of commitment. When I meet someone, my sole purpose. And, and, and talking to them is to see if they're my wife, see if there's someone I can commit to, see if they have, if we align in the most important things to us, whether that be faith, whether that be uh, work ethic, you know what I mean? Like whatever the things are that are important to us, we, we seek those things out with each other. You know what I mean? That's courtship is strictly about, are you the one that I'm going to marry? Dating is, I'm going to just, I just want to hang out. Uh, I strictly uh, believe in courtship. Like, um, not, um, yeah, based on what you said, me, um, me, this whole, like, you know, this whole dating boyfriend and girlfriend and doing all that indefinitely to me doesn't make any sense. It's not beneficial for you. It's not beneficial for them. It's not beneficial for your kids if you have them. Um, so to me, if, if I'm not, if I'm, if I'm pursuing a woman, it's because it's because I want to get married. Um, so, and to me, the most important things are, um, their faith and how they look at scripture like because there's there's two there's two there's two categories and people who look at scripture so you get married to have a bible study friend <laughs> that what you want <laughs> i mean do a bible study with my wife that'd be amazing <laughs> that's not that's not the only reason i want to have a wife though i can be i can be bible study with anybody yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> So you said those are those are not the only important things. So those are two of the most important things to you. Yeah, when I say look at the Bible, so there's two ways to look at the Bible. And when I say these words, I know a lot of people are going to jump to politics, but I'm not going there. Um, <laughs> there's a conservative way of looking at scripture, and there's a liberal way of looking at scripture. And I'm about to go ahead and define this. Uh, come to that. <laughs> the conservative way of looking at scripture is. Your whole uh, purpose is to try to um, look at what the scripture is saying um, by what is what it means and what it's always meant. Getting to the truth of that. Mm -hmm. Now, the liberal way of looking at scripture is 
Well, scripture changes with the times. This meant this back then, but today it means something different because the culture changed. That's a liberal way of looking at scripture. So I cannot, I cannot marry someone who has a liberal view of scripture because scripture don't change with the times, even though people try to make it. And then that right there is why we have pastors. We have, I'm going to say it again. We have pastors who have drag queen shows in the pulpit. We have pastors that are openly gay. Um, yeah, we have, you know, pa we have pastors who think, um, who think if we do good works, we can save ourselves. Pastors. And then if you talk to any of these pastors, indoor preachers, whatever title they've given themselves, they've given themselves pastor, preacher, or apostle, bishop. they got bishop, they got all kind of titles. If you talk to these people and you ask them why they believe what they believe, they will open up the Bible and show you a scripture that is actually the definition for them has changed with the time. And that is them having a liberal view. Now, everybody is not that extreme. But to me, once you start having a liberal view with some section of scripture, it's going to ultimately lead you to doing that with more and more sections. So, because so, um, I'm a firm believer in the slippery slope. Uh, because to me, every time I've seen it, um, it it's, it's always been true. So, so your wife would have to be conservative for it to work. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good, uh, and that's I mean you know the liberal ones out there, the way that they feel, the way that they are. That's how they are, you know. There's no change in them. That's how that's how they view things. Uh, I know when I read Green Eggs and Ham when I was a kid, it was still about Green Eggs and Ham as an adult. <laughs> the words in that book did not change. There's no reinterpretation of it. What the Dr. Seuss wrote then is what it is 20, 30, 40 years later. Exactly. So I'm, I'm with you on what the Bible said 500, 1,000 years ago, what the Word of God is is what the word of God is. We are not here to debate it. But what you call liberals, they try to alter it according to. And we'll leave it at that. So, because I, I, I want to put this on. Uh, so, with, uh, what are other important things to you? At, at, at 25 and, and 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 a strong devout Christian, more things than me or in a, other in important a, things in a woman that that you would want to marry. Besides that, uh, she has to be pretty. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> to you, to me, to yeah. me, she yeah. don't got to be pretty to my friends. You got to be pretty to me, right? So, um, I mean, that's it. I mean. I, it sounds simple to me. It sounds simple, but to me, it is simple. I think everybody else it is should counting. be that simple. Yeah. Everything else, like, everybody got these long list of things that they want somebody to be like. You got all these expectations of somebody you don't know. That's, that's you're gonna spend the rest of your life. If you spend the rest of your life with somebody, even if you've been in a relationship with them for a few years, as an example, when you get married. Now that y'all are in the same household, you're going to spend the rest of your life getting to know this person and everything that you probably assumed about them, you're probably about to be disappointed. Or you're going to be happily surprised about some things. Like, you're still going to have to end up, there's no, I feel like the way that people date now, it's, 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 it's like some kind of safety net. Like, I want to get to know as much as possible so that you can't disappoint me or, and I know for sure that I'm making the right decision to be with you. You spend 10 years doing that and then two years married. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like you did all of that research. You got to know this person this well and you still ended up not staying with them. That's, so, yeah. so all of these, these long engagements and stuff like that, there's no safe way to get married or, or choose somebody to marry. You, it, it, 
to me, the, your approach to it says more about who you are and where you are in life. Like, if you were truly committed and you truly understood what marriage was and what it means to be committed to somebody and your character was right, it don't take all that. Because me being married to you is about me. It's about my commitment. It's about my character. It's about where, where I'm at with God in my life. Now, I pray the same for you, but I got to make sure that I'm right to get married. See, if I'm not right and I'm not sure, that's when I want to just date. That's when I want a girlfriend first, see how that go. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's when I got to sleep with you first to see how that go. I got to do all these things to try to figure out and, and get myself up, you know, pump myself up for a commitment. But if I'm already ready for commitment, if I'm truly ready, it don't take all that stuff. You know what I mean? And I think society tells people that's the right way to do it. And that's why, but, so, we were doing it the old way before, the way I just talked about, making sure you're right. And divorce rates were way down. Nobody was really getting a divorce. You got divorced. You had to leave town and start a life somewhere. That's how I should be right now. <laughs> now, everybody's being so cautious. But the divorce rate's 70%, 50%. Seventy percent of households in one uh, single parent households. Fifty two percent of marriages don't work. Like, but you want to you want to keep trying this way, or you want to go back to let me figure out. Like these relationships, my mom and them relationship didn't work. My dad and them relationship didn't work. My friends, their parents didn't work out. Everybody out here with broken homes, and everybody's doing the same thing to get. To what we all eventually want. We want a happy home. We, we out here grinding. We out here doing things to take care of and be there for this, this, this family, this, this, this idea of love and happiness that we have. But we don't want to do what granddaddy them did to stay together 50 years. You butt hurt over everything. Oh, you don't like sauce on your wings? <laughs> you, you don't, you, 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 you had how many boyfriends before me? You don't did all these things. You what? You don't call me three times a day. You don't. You don't want to blow up my phone. You don't want to talk all day and 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 reassure me every five minutes that I like you. You know what I mean? Because that's that's really speaking to your character, not mine. That you need all of this. I need to date you for ten years or three years just to see if I want to marry you. Like you making people audition that long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we don't have the right idea of what it means to marry, what love is. Love is sacrifice. Love is commitment. The number one component to me in love is commitment. Now, you have to look at this. These are the things that you should learn when in conversation when you're getting to know somebody, when you're talking, when you're courting somebody. When you're dating we ain't got to talk about none of that. But when I'm courting somebody, I'm going to ask you the hard stuff right now. Hey, how long you been at your job? How long you been at your address? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like things that matter. Do I? And the most important thing, can we commit to each other? Do you have issues? Because if you got issues with commitment with God and, and, and your job and, 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 and your past relationships, you don't respect your parents, you know what I mean? It's going to be problematic. That doesn't mean it can't work out. Where are you at now? Can you? Are you willing to? Can we work through all of that? That's why marital counseling, premarital counseling is important. Sit down and talk, address these things before you say I do. Because of the climate that we're in, we didn't have to do that. They didn't have to have premarital counseling, you know, 50 years ago. Because everybody knew once you get married, you stay married. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody knew that. Now, because of the climate that we're in, we all have to, like, you know, that's why courtship is so much more important now. You got to have the conversations that are necessary now. You got to have those, like, I need to know, do you have the pedigree? Do you have that the character to commit? Because we're going to go through stuff. Yeah. And then more so for Christians. You know what I mean? If you're a Christian, 
your marriage about to go through a wild ride. You got to be ready for that. The devil wants you. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. And it's, it's interesting you uh, talking about getting the hard stuff out of the way first. Um, there was, um, before I, like, before I um, got in a relationship with the girl I'm dating now, there was somebody I considered, maybe, I think the, like, she told me she was a Christian, and one of the first things I asked her, so our conversation wasn't long at all. Our conversation was super short. First things I asked her was, like, what she, uh, what's her view on God? She already told me she's a Christian, but I want to know. Because it's like, your definition of Christian and mine might not be the same thing. So I just like, let's get this out of the way now. And she said, um, she don't want to talk, she don't like talking about religion or politics. And I was just like, well, you know, we can just go ahead and end this right now. (laughs) I mean, that's the most important thing to me. So, I mean, because at this point, I already know. I already know I can't marry you if I don't know your stance on God. And I guess she was seeking for somebody to date. And I was like, I didn't want to go through that. I didn't want to go through a period of dating this person. I don't even know what they stance is What's on God. What's your favorite color is more important to her right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you, you miss, mentioned um, politics earlier. Yeah. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> so what what is your stance on politics? Um like a Christian role in politics? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, if you want to <laughs> My my stance on politics is um every politician is sinful just like you are. But you should open up the scripture you should see um see what god says about different issues and then see what the politician believes about the issues that are most important um most important um in that aspect so should she be that way too when it comes to politics what if she believes differently than you what if you're you're conservative republican what if she's a Democrat? If she's a, if she she's a Democrat, that's fine. But I got to know why. Like, for example, like, are you a Democrat because you don't know anything about politics? Are you a Democrat because um, some more reason? Like, uh, well, I guess I'll give you an example. Like, maybe you know Trump versus Biden. Maybe you just did not like the way uh, Trump talked about women. You thought that was really disrespectful, so you voted Democrat. If that's your reasoning, I don't agree with it, but that the way you got there is fine, so we're not going to have a problem. Now, but if you voted Democrat because, like, you like, you like um, abortion, then we have a problem. So it all it all depends on why. Um, yeah. yeah. And then I believe I do, but something that is different though. I believe once you're married, um, like there's y'all shouldn't be voting differently. Why? <laughs> well, like, so you want to go? You want you looking to marry to find somebody just like you? No. What if she wants to work? Well, I mean, the same example. So you can't be a Trump Biden household. No, because when you when you're married, you're supposed to be one flesh. You're supposed to be moving together spiritually. So y'all can y'all can discuss it and have disagreements and why you weigh this and why that. But ultimately, um, as a family, y'all need to make a decision that y'all can go the same way. Like there shouldn't be there shouldn't be a division. Like like. Y'all are supposed to move together. Y'all are one flesh supposed to move in unison. There shouldn't be, you know, somebody, somebody's going to have to, I mean, and the marriage is all about making sacrifices. Um, so even though she loves and respects what your vote is, you can love and respect her and respect her vote. 
her right to choose what she wants to uh, vote for? We can we can have a discussion about it. Um, she if she has she brings up valid reasons why I'm wrong. I'm willing to change and vote her way. I'm willing to change and vote the same way she voting. But we have a discussion. We have to have a discussion. We have to come to an agreement that we're going to do the same thing. That's interesting. That's interesting. Good luck. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. I, mean, I, don't, I don't expect everything in it. I don't expect everything in marriage to be perfect, but I do want to. I do want to make sure I'm putting all my effort and energy and to making sure I do things uh, in a godly manner. And if I'm not, I want to be corrected. I won't. I won't. Um, I want my wife to tell me like, hey, um, you know, I don't think you should do this. This is not really the godly thing to do. I want her to tell me that so I can apologize, so I can make corrections, I can do things better next time. I want the uh the men in my life to tell me if I'm falling off or not doing something right. I want that. I want to be corrected. Um that's because I, I want to do the best I can do. And something that I've noticed about um marriages just I'm not married, never been married, but I've I've had family that's been married and marriage fall apart. Um, this is a little a little bit of a, a little bit of a tangent, but something that's important in marriage is um, when it comes to love is to be the best spouse that you can be, regardless if you think the other person is doing their job or not. Yeah, like you know. Even if even if you know and everyone even if you know the other person's not doing their job and everyone's told you you had a ton of witnesses and y'all still know, and you know a hundred percent they're not doing their job, that is still not an excuse for you not to do your job um, and love your spouse the best way you can. So, and I believe it's, it, yeah, and um, yeah, it, it's always on you to be the best spouse you can and to, to love your spouse the best ability in the story. When it comes to that, um, there's no if and or but. There's no they're doing a bad job or not because I've seen people do this. I've seen people do this and it just ends in disaster. And even people who say that they're Christians, um, their spouse is not doing something right, so they feel like, well, I don't have to do something right because they're not doing something right. And so that's very a dangerous thing that I've seen ruin marriages, and that's something uh, that's going to be a huge focus on make sure that does not happen. In my marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I have to remind myself of things like that as well. And that's, I mean, that, that goes back to, you know, God, God didn't tell us to treat people, you know, going back to the scripture, you know, treat everybody as you want them to treat you. That's not saying treat them how they treat you. Right. That's saying treat them as you have them treat you. You know what I mean, and that, and it's such a misinterpretation of that. Like you hear people mess that up all the time. Like they they really believe that if you give me bad energy, I should give it to you. Exactly. Like that's that's not how that goes. I don't go to hell because of how you treat me. I go to hell for how how I treat you. You know. So you you said a little something right there, young. You said a little something right there. Hey man. So. We'll wrap it up right there. That was a good, that was a good show. That was a good show. And, um, man, I, you know, on my way in today, uh, I heard about one of the things I was happy about when I was on my way in because of what I was listening to. I was happy that I was going to get to speak to someone in your generation today and also showcase something that, 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 that rarely gets highlighted. Because the world will have you that there are no young men. Have you think that there are no young men out here like you? You know what I mean? Regardless of your your, uh, your views on you, you don't want to help divide the household when it comes to politics. <laughs> I'm mess with you a little bit. But regardless if anybody agrees with any of what you said today, the fact that you have a good head on your shoulder and, and you want to serve God and you want to do right by people. You know what I mean? And, and and I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. Um, on my way here, 
today I heard about a young man that got murdered and they weren't they weren't finished there. They killed his mother at his funeral. Oh, you know? And that, that, that right there, that just it says that, you know, any man, you know, if you're in your thirties and forties and fifties and sixties, or if you're in your twenties and you there's some young young kids around have conversations with these kids out here struggling. Like they, they, they think what they're doing is being a man. They think being disrespectful is, is, is standing on business. They think murder is standing on business. They think not being a father and, and being, being terrible sons and, 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 and friends and, and siblings is standing on business. Because that's what they want to do. It's all about them, and you have to like really, you know, pull some curt- you know, some shirt tails and let them know that this this world ain't about just you. It was never about just you and just what makes you happy, and and and, and because you don't have something, you don't want somebody else to have it. You know what I mean? So I, I encourage all the men out there, man. If you have an opportunity to talk to young man, feed them. Some 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 good food. Stop stop giving them bad advice. Stop running into guys in their late twenties and thirties, telling them, man, you 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 got time before you have a baby, get married, and buy a house, and get your your life in order. You get your credit straight. You know, tomorrow ain't promise, man. Tomorrow ain't promise. So, on that note, we out of here. I pray for y'all. I hope y'all. I hope y'all heard. The, the 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 essence of this this conversation. I, I hope some of y'all grew from this conversation. There are things in there that I heard that I need to hear again. I'm not too old for that. Neither are you. So on that note, these are our two cents. You can spend them or save them. I got my boy here, Amiche, Amico Savante. Amico Savante. Savante. Yes. Amico Savante. I'm going to get it right. You know, I call you K. <laughs> but I appreciate you coming in, man. I appreciate that. So you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us. This is uh, Cut Different. Hashtag Cut Different on all streaming platforms and all social media networks. Like, share, subscribe, and have conversations. Have conversations with people. Don't let social media be the only way you interact with humans. We need each other. The pandemic taught us that. Y'all were going crazy in the house without interaction. So, y'all be blessed. Take care of each other. Always. We out of here.